Hey guys, this is Anoop. I'm sure you've heard. I have a startup called Renta. You can visit me at renta.com, R-E-N-T-A-H.com. The idea is you could rent any type of good service or space. So you could rent uh, Arturo to teach you Brazilian jiu-jitsu, or you could rent uh, my friend Andy to uh, set up your podcasting equipment for your next gig, or you could rent uh, the Philosophy of Fighting podcast to uh, promote a commercial on our podcast or some gear, right? Like our friend Michael Shear did, if you want some Wu-Tang apparel. So uh, check out Renta, it would mean a lot to me. Cheers. Welcome to the Philosophy of Fighting podcast with your hosts, Arturo and Anu. All right, we're on episode 52, and I think you wanted to start talking about Josh Allen, Calvin Qatar. Yeah, because I was, I was watching the fight. I wasn't like super, super attentive. I was at our friend Brian's house. We're having drinks, you know, and so it was like on, caught it late, and I was certain Qatar won, so I just kind of like left, like, you know, and then today I read that Emmett won, and I was like, what the fuck? Did that actually happen? Like, did Emmett deserve that victory or was Calvin Guitar robbed? No, I don't think anyone was robbed. It was really close. Are you just saying that because you bet, you bet on Emmett? Is there bias there? No, I mean, I thought he was, I thought Josh Emmett was going to win by knockout. But no, like you could have given it to Calvin Guitar 3-2. I don't know. I, I feel like it sucks because the first round between them could have gone either way. Okay. But wasn't 2-3 and 4 certainly Qatar? No, I wouldn't say certain. Three and four definitely felt like certain Qatar. No, actually. I think one of the judges had it one, two, three, Emmett, four, five, Qatar. That seems so crazy to me. Well, one judge had it four, one, Emmett, which is like, okay, I think that one's wrong, but. Definitely right. And Emmett's face was mangled where Qatar looked normal. No, Qatar didn't look normal. Not normal, but way better than Emmett. Like, Emmett looked like he got beat up by, like, multiple dudes, you know, where Qatar had some scratches on his face, but it wasn't, like, a beatdown. Where Emmett looked like he got beat down. Like, his whole face was purple. Well, if you watch the fight, it looks like Emmett did more damage. Maybe I'm just off. He definitely had way more power punches in it. I mean, that's that's what his thing is. So, Qatar had a good job with his jab and pecking him. But Emmett was the one like hitting hard. Yeah, this is where so much of this becomes like opinion and it is tough. And so I know we talk about like, you know, octagon control being the last factor. Well, that might have contributed because Emmett was the one stepping forward pretty much the whole time. Yeah, he was chasing him. But I felt like Qatar was using that to his advantage to hit him. It's like the jabs weren't like they didn't feel like point jabs. You know, like it felt like Qatar's jabs were stiff and impacting him and bringing his head back a little. And clearly Emmett was wincing a little bit. I mean, Emmett kept going forward. So it wasn't like he was out of it or dying. Just, I don't know. I was, I was so surprised. It's close. I don't, I don't think either one's going to like lose stock. I think Josh Emmett needed the win more than Calvin Qatar. I've just become such a fan of Qatar after he lost to Holloway. Like I like the way he's... Yeah, he is sick. I mean, I've liked him since before that. Um, But yeah, Emmett's on like his last run. Yeah. And he called for a title shot. And you think he deserves one? It depends how things shake out. So if Holloway wins, 
No. If Volk wins, then it's kind of like it makes sense because there would be no one else that Volk would need to fight in those top spots. And then like, okay, yeah, like he's next. If Max wins, things change. Then there's probably another fight with Volk or who knows? I don't even know. I think if Max wins, they don't give Volk another shot. If, if Max kind of dominates, then they don't give Volk another shot. Correct. But what are the chances Max dominates? I mean, I think Max lost the first fight and then pretty much won the second fight. So I feel like if the yeah, we saw follows, two really close split decisions. Yeah. You think the next yeah. one's going to be a finish? I don't know. I think we're going to see another close split decision. Most probably, they seem to be each other. <laughs> they seem to be each other's kryptonite. So then you can't do another four because then. I know. Know, business comes into play, and then it's just like, all right, come on. What about everybody else in the division? Like, do you it's like, annoying. Do you see the same two people. But I do think Josh Emmett, if he waits around, the chips might fall exactly where he wants them to. But there's also an instance where he doesn't get the title shot. So like, and that's fair too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm not like unhappy for him. I just kind of. Yeah, I don't know. I was kind of rooting for Qatar, but yeah, Qatar doesn't deserve. I don't know if Qatar won. Would he have deserved the title shot? Mm, if Volk wins, maybe that's it. Yeah, not against Max. If Max wins. No, I don't think so. You could also do like Calvin Qatar versus Korean Zombie. That'd be a fun fight. Mm-hmm. That'd be hard for me because I like both of them. And I think they already have Ortega versus Yair. That's what they're doing? I think so. Have they fought before Ortega and Yair? I don't think so. All right, that's a good fight. Yair shines right. a lot. So are those guys tied up, like Qatar versus Zombie, Emmett could wait in the wings. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's shaping out. But Josh Emmett's 37 years old, so like this, this is it. All right, I guess I'm happy for the older guy. Yeah, this I, is the run. I feel like they would give him Holloway too. Why not? Maybe. I, that, that'd be fine too. Um, yeah, sure. One of the people Holloway hasn't fought. Holloway's fought so many people, you know? Like, it feels... Yeah. Who knows? I'm excited for that fight. When is it happening again? Uh, Hall- July Hall- 2nd. Well. The next big one. And so what is that? Two weeks from now or three weeks? Yeah, mm-hmm. two. Nice. It's going to be a good one. That also has Izzy and Cannoneer and Sean Strickland versus Alex Pereira. Yep. That's Yeah, those are great. Speaking fights. of old guys, Cerrone, Lazan, it's never going to happen. What happened? Why was that canceled? Uh, Lausanne's knee was locked up. He couldn't bend it. Aw. I guess from a bad weight cut. I know the first one was Cerrone getting sick. Now Lazan has a bad cut or whatever. And Dana White just like three hours ago is just like, we're not doing this fight. It's done. That would have been such a fun it's fight. Like it's never going to happen. You're like, dang. He even like compared it to like Beeb and Tony. Oh, really? Yeah. He's like, it's done. Nah, Lozon's got to rest now. His knee is like that. And I don't know. It sucks. I guess they miss out on a payday, but maybe. Uh, that's the type of thing where I, I, I wish another organization would just swoop in on one fight deal and they both fight each other and we could all still watch it again. I want to watch it. Imagine Khabib did that. Khabib signing all the old dudes. Eagle FC. Yeah. yeah, I saw Khabib meeting with Scott Coker recently too. So who knows what's going on? Really? Yeah, I think like a week ago, he sat down with them for like a meal or something, like they're talking about something, cross-promotion, Eagle, Bellator, like who knows? I wonder how White would feel about that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I feel like Khabib's one of the only people that Dana White can't dominate, you know? Like, I feel like he kind of respects Khabib, 
And Dana dominates everybody. Like Dana even kind of dominates like Connor a little bit. Like he dictates everything. Mm-hmm. But with Khabib, it always seems like he, because Khabib asks him for advice on how to run an organization. And I feel like Dana gives Khabib like a lot of respect and helps him. So I feel like yeah. this is kind of like fascinating though. Like Khabib eventually passed that and was like, all right, I took all your advice. Now I'm just going to do everything I need to do. And I don't know. Khabib never caves in. Yeah. Khabib does what he wants. Exactly. I'm sure White has some grand plan where he's thinking like whatever Khabib's organization will be like my minor leagues or something like, I don't know. I don't look at Dana White as like a nice guy where he's doing something for like just the beauty of the sport. Oh yeah. He's definitely a great businessman and cutthroat-ish, you know, like Mm -hmm. definitely cutthroat. So that would be fascinating. How about Kevin Holland? I love Kevin Holland. Uh, I saw a good statistic on Kevin Holland. I think he has like 14 fights in the UFC so far, and he's been averaging a fight every 98 days, which is a record in the UFC. And do you know who has the most? He has 15 UFC fights now. Okay, 15. But yeah, it's a fight every 98 days. Do you know who has the record for the most fights in the UFC? Ever? Yeah. We've talked about him before. Arlovsky? No, not Arlovsky. That's a good guess. Stevens? Stevens? Jeremy Stevens? No, but I think that's a decent guess too. He's up there too. Donald Cerrone? No, not Cerrone. Dang. All right. You're like thinking of the right type of people, though, I think. Yeah, I'm like, these guys have always been around. Journeymen that are not necessarily the greatest, but are obviously very, very. Fuck. I don't know. Just tell me. Jim Miller? Jim Miller, and he's still going. Dang. He's still going. But Jim Miller has fought once every 134 days. Which is still a lot. Wow. But uh, yeah, Holland is... He's fighting next week, Jim Miller. Super fast. Who's Miller fighting? Green, Bobby Green. Oh, that's a fun fight. Yeah. That's like a, that's like a very fun fight. Or no, not this. I'm sorry, not this coming Sunday. It's the, it's the July 2nd one. It's the mega one. They're on the early prelims, I think. That's a great prelim fight to get yeah, people dude. excited for the UFC. That's a sick prelim fight. But yeah, I, I love Kevin Holland. Kevin Holland, for those of you that don't know, he's always in the right place at the right time. He's like prevented like four shootings or something crazy like that, where like someone's always about to do something horrible and then Kevin Holland just tackles him. So like it's that. crazy. It's like a little fucking superhero. And he looks so good at welterweight, no? He does. He doesn't look undersized anymore. I never thought he looked undersized, but oh, now he looks know. like jacked. Yeah, he's 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 long. He's good at welterweight, I think. He looked good. He actually won with a little bit of wrestling, counter wrestling, and then got himself a Darce choke. It was a great transition. Was it a Darce or an Anaconda? I think what's it was easy, a Darce. What's an easy way to tell the difference? How, how the bodies are oriented? I don't know if that's an easy way to tell. It has nothing to do with the top arm or the bottom arm? It does, I guess. I don't know. I always get confused with those two. Just, yeah, they're close, but I'm I'm pretty sure it was a dice. Either way, I love that choke, and yeah, I love that he could finish with submissions and strikes. He's just yep. so balanced with both of them. Holland is definitely gonna is making a run on the welterweight, and he's definitely adding some juice to that division. Do you see who he called out? No, who did he call out? He called out Sean Brady, which is crazy because no one's calling him out. I don't Sean, know much about Sean Brady. Tell Sean, me Sean Brady is who people predict will be the next champ. Really? 
Yeah, like kind of like when he's out of the way, like when Usman's out of the way, maybe there's no, who knows, maybe there is Hamzat, but people are like, yeah, Sean Brady. Sean Brady wants to fight Hamzat too. All right, I, so then I just respect Holland even more. I like the people that are Yeah, it's crazy because Kevin best. Holland calling out Sean Brady is really bold because Sean Brady's strengths are like wrestling and power. So it's it's like wrestling hasn't gone Holland's way in the past. And it's bold because a lot of people don't know Sean Brady. And so you're fighting somebody yeah. that doesn't have big name recognition, but is, but is tough legit. as nails. Yep. Yeah, that's that's like a lose-lose in the business aspect, but that's like a win-win in my respect book. I think that's a fantastic. Yeah, apparently he was like, yeah, we need to fight in August or September. I love that. Just like two, three months. He's like, I'm in again. Right away. Yeah, I, I think Kevin Holland's a fighter's fighter in that like he might talk a lot of trash, but then when he got like owned in wrestling, he like trained with DC, started just working on his wrestling hardcore, and now even turned it to a strength with a win essentially. Mm-hmm. Right. And then like, you know, he goes out and saves and stuff. Kevin Holland is also known to call out trolls, invite them to training. And a couple of times they've come out and it'll just beat them up. Really? <laughs> and I love that he does that. He's like, yeah, all right, fine. Prove it. Come on down. Dude, that's sick. We should call him out just so we could hang out with him. <laughs> uh, it's not like, friendly. Yeah, whatever. I'll be like, I was just kidding anyway. Now we're chilling. Yeah, I basically saw a video of an average Joe guy, very similar to kind of like, what's his face? The boxer. I know, like that. Yeah, I don't know his name, but. Yeah, how? Why can't I think of his name right now? Deontay Wilder. There we go. Deontay Wilder. Yeah, very similar to that kind of video, except the guy wasn't racist or anything, but the guy made some really bad remarks about Kevin Holland, gets into the gym, and Holland like civilly owns him. What does Sibylion mean? Like he just like kind of took him down and just. Well, I mean, he could have just brother. killed him basically in the ring, but doesn't. Yeah, takes him down, talks trash to him while he kind of peppers him up a little bit, backs yeah. off, comes back in again. You know what I mean? That's friendly. That's cool. Yeah, that's awesome though. Because imagine like you kind of talk semi trash to like I don't know who the best pitcher in baseball is, but like then Jacob DeGrom's like, all right, well then try to get a hit off me. Like that's awesome. I'm like, all right, like you know, like yeah. you get to. Play- or like talk trash about LeBron. He's like, all right, play basketball with me. But here, Kevin Holland's like, all right, I'll wrestle with you. Like, that's sick. Like, you're in there with. I do like that. It, it's also good to see that there are levels to this and people should stop talking that type of trash. Yeah. I still think, though, people will purposely talk trash now because now they get to hang out with them. They know Maybe. I mean, they're not hanging out with him. He's like, beat him up and see you later, you know? Yeah, I guess. I'd bring, like, coffee and but yeah, there's a lot of reasons like Kevin Holland. I guess that's my main point. Yeah, Holland is good. And he just looks physically strong and long for the division. Like part of me was like, you know, I'd like to see him against Usman. Like he looks like. He looks shredded. Yeah, he looked good. Yeah, he looks like a good physical specimen. And with confidence, that's the one good thing I always liked about Holland. He always had a confident game. Yeah. Jacare took him down and he fucking knocked out Jacare from the bottom. Like that was. Yeah. Special. Punched him from his back, essentially. Yeah, knocked him out. And he wasn't, like, too terrified of Jacare's jiu-jitsu. Like, he held his Mm -hmm. own. Like, And I like people that are looking for contact always. Like, that's why I love the Tony Ferguson, you know? Yeah. Like, all right, so what if I'm on the bottom? I could still hit you. Like, as long as you're close to me, I could hit you. And I feel like that attitude is so hard to fight against. Yeah, always offensive. Oh, I'll finish you right here. Yeah, it, it is fun to watch. 
yeah, or I'll make it annoying for you. Whatever. But yeah, like just it's a tough fucking fight. Like mm-hmm. no matter what afterwards, you know, like shit, like I have that, like I got to respect that person. Yep. After that fight, I was like, all right, I, I like Kevin Holland. Definitely. Holland. You know, it would also be kind of cool is if Kevin Holland fought like Michael Pereira. That could be a fun fight. Pereira's the one that does like all the summer assaults and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I like Michael Pereira too. That'd be an example though of like I don't want to watch the two people I like fight. Pereira is fun, but sometimes I think he does too much of like a hundred percent he does, yeah. It's like you're wasting your energy, like I don't know. I don't want it to be gimmicky. You know his name though because he does it. I know, yeah. So, so yeah, he's the guy that does the flips, right? Yeah. Let's go through the welterweight division really quick. So sure. Usamat Usamat is champion. Covington is ranked one, which is fair. Leon Edwards is ranked two. Kamzad is ranked three. I guess. What? I don't know. You're reading it, I, yeah. Yeah, I'm reading from UFC. I had no idea they were going to rank him three. Whatever. Yep. For him. Gilbert Burns, four. Bilal Muhammad, five. Vicente Luque, six. Steven Thompson, seven. Masvidal, eight. Brady, nine. Magni, ten. Wow, and Kessie is 11, Jeff Neal 12, Lee Ji Lang 13, Pereira 14, Rachmanov 15. I was just going to say, where the hell is Rachmanov? Rachmanov's fighting this week, though, no? Yep. So Rachmanov will go up after this week if he wins. Yeah. I think he could end up being like 12. Or Bro, imagine we get Rachmanov versus Hamzat. So you know what? This is actually kind of what you wanted. I think... This has changed more than it's changed in the last couple of, like, the last year. And plus, Holland is going to be thrown into this now that he won. I do think welterweight looks a lot better than it did six months ago. I yeah. don't think lightweight does. No, lightweight's Oliveira, obviously, then Poirier, two, But I don't know. I feel like Gagey, three. Makachev, four. Chandler, five. Daryush, six. Dos Anjos, seven. Ferguson, eight. McGregor, nine. Ferguson actually moved up one. <laughs> That's what Why? I'm saying, dude. Like, what are we doing? No, you need you need these new named people. I know it's not the best for business. And who's outside the top ten? Fiziev is ten. Mm-hmm. Armin Sarkurian. Sar- Sarukian. Yep. Sarukian. Eleven. Thank you. He uh, fights Gam- this week. Gamrot. And Gamrot fights this week. So one of those should break into the top ten. Is Sarkurian Sarkurian Sar- Sarukian. Sarukian fighting Gamrat? Yes. So can you tell people about Sarukian and Gamrat? Because I don't know anything about him. They're both good fighters. They both have barely any losses. And you may have seen Sarukian before. He has how many fights now? Let's look it up. Sarukian. <clears throat> He's 18 and 2. Sarukian. Yeah, and Gamrat's 20 and 1. Damn. Yeah, these are these are both beasts. I mean, again, three losses between two guys that they're, they're for real. I'm gonna see where this guy's from. But Sarukian has fought Joel Alvarez, Matt Frivola, Christian Giagos. But he's been in the UFC a little bit now. Let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six fights. Actually, his first fight was against Makachev in the UFC. He lost a decision to Makachev that people thought were they thought that was like the fight like when they made Makachev versus Sarukian they're like all right the winner of this will probably be the guy on the rise interesting and Sarkurian's from Russia right but outside of that Makachev loss this guy is on a crazy streak he lost his second fight outside of that that's it 
Those are the and only look, two losses he has. And if you lose to lose to Magachev, that's nothing because Magachev is up there for the title right now. So right. every Magachev win just helps you. Right. And since Magachev, he has a five fight win streak. Gamrot's from Poland. Mm. Yo, there's a lot of really good fucking European fighters coming yep. out. So much more than before. This is like the era of Europe right now. A little bit. Uh, yeah, I think the winner on this is again kind of on a good track. Yeah, I'm gonna watch this fight. I didn't know them. Oh yeah, you should totally watch this casual. fight. It will be a good fight. I like just the name Gamrot. I don't know why. Matthews. Yeah. So Armin's Sarukian. Sarukian. I don't know why. <laughs> it is hard. Sar- yeah. <laughs> Sarukian and Mateus Gamrot. Yeah. And then the welterweight co-main event is Neil Magny versus. Shavkat Rachmanov, yep. who's 15 and 0. That's a great fight, too, because Magny's always game. So Rachmanov beats Magny. I do yeah. think this fight night is for the hardcores, for sure. Because Gian Gamrot, Magny, and Rachmanov, they're really fucking good fighters. But they're not the fighters that, like, they're not the marquee fighters yet. I know this sport decently, and I didn't know any. Like I, I know Magni, mm-hmm. but I did. I didn't know any of the other people. So. Well, I think you know Rachmanov, no? Not really. Oh man, well he's like people say he's better than Hamzat. Like he, like like Hamzat has all the cred that Rachmanov should have. That's what people say about him. He's Kazakh. Yeah, that's why they're like, yo, they, they have to fight. Interesting. Well, Kamzat is Chechny, and this guy's Kazakh. He looks like Asian, though. A little yes, bit more like Central Asian. Mm-hmm. I got to root for the Asian fighters. Yeah, he's, oh, he's tall, too. He is. He's a big guy. He's a yeah. big guy. Like, you see him fight, and you're like, this guy must cut a bit, too. Yeah, he's 6'1". I think this is part of the reason the Europeans are starting to do much better. I think they were always, they were just like a few years behind in weight cutting. Maybe. So Rock- they were always at a slight disadvantage because of that. Rachmanov is killing people. He just hasn't faced the, the pedigree that Hamzat has. If you look on like uh, Rachmanov's like, profile, most of the fights he's been in, these guys don't even have wikis. Like they're not, there are a lot of no-name guys on his resume, but he's okay. killing them. Even in the UFC? TKO, TKO have- submission. Yeah, all of his, he's got three UFC wins all by finish. So guillotine, rear naked choke. And spinning hook cook hick hook kick <laughs> yeah ko submission submission and then i'll just run down the list tko 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 submission submission ko submission ko it's all finishes he hasn't had a single fight go past the second round Rach, Rachmanov. they're not going to give him comes out though you can't no not yet but the, the, they they feel like that showdown's inevitable yeah but I mean that—that's pretty crazy that I have 15 fights, all finishes. Yeah, I want to see more. I want to see the UFC do a little bit better job of pumping up some of these props. Because I was watching somebody made a really good like slideshow on Instagram where mm-hmm. they were like, "All right, Conor McGregor last win 600 days ago. Jorge yeah. Masvidal last win 400 days ago. Nate Diaz last win 500." And it was like, oh shit, these are all the top fighters too. And the ones that everybody knows. And none of them have won recently. Yeah. For like a few years. So it's like, dude, some of these other people could be great if you hype them up a little bit. Like show them. Yeah. But I guess it's also my fault too. I'm not watching like all the fight nights and stuff. But 
<clears throat> they could do a slightly better job at hyping these people. Maybe throwing up some info on the Instagram or something for them, you know? Yeah, yeah. We could start highlighting some of these guys. Give them some shine. Yeah, Rock Rockmanov was born in Uzbekistan to receive citizenship in Kazakhstan in 2017. Central Asia, I always thought, was just like an interesting place anyway. It's like the center of the world. And those people are tough, kind of poor dictatorships, you know? Like, they're just like the middle ground. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's definitely a lot of good fights. We're in a really good rut of fights, I would say. Yeah, the summer feels a little quiet, no? Not now. I, I think like since 275, you're just going to see it kind of keep rolling, right? Like Yuri's night. Valentina, she won even though she didn't. Zaley Wang, and then you have Qatar, Emmett, Holland's Means. I think I think like these next few are gonna be ramping up, and then two seventy six is huge. Two seventy six is huge. Two seventy five was great, but do you think a lot of people watched it? Like I feel like it didn't really have much buzz. I think I heard it did do pretty well, and that was surprising to me too. Because yeah, I feel like a lot of people don't know Glover. He's old. Like Jiri's cool, but. He's from the Czech Republic, you know, it's not the biggest country in the world. Like, and then the girls fought, you have Whaley and Joanna, but that was a fight that already happened once. And then Shevchenko mm-hmm. over, like, I don't know if like Shevchenko brings people to the sport, you know, people are like, I gotta watch Shevchenko. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not really sure. I, I thought I had heard it did well. Whatever, I hope it did. Yeah. But I think this will be good. Max is a fan favorite. And yeah, 275 is huge. And the fight night right after that is Dos Anjos versus Fiziev. They have that fight going. Fiziev's one of the young guys, too. That's I, good. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we're promoting, talking about some of these younger people. Helps me and hopefully a couple of And then they have a fight night after that. It's like every week we got something. And that you fight think- night is Ortega versus Yair. Do you think there's too many fight nights? Do you think it'd be better instead of having one every week, you condense it so you have really good ones every other week? But that no, because then better. you also like limit the pool of fighters they have. I mean, you could do that, but you have 15 ranked fighters and probably another, what, 30 unranked fighters like in each division. Like if you did that, you're only having like 10 fighters each division. Yeah. There's not enough space for those guys. Maybe in the fight nights, you just have better fighters, but then you do something where it's like, all right, you're ranked 18th and this other guy's 20th. Like, come to the Apex Center, you know, and you just put it on YouTube. And you just mm, have- I'm Remember fine these- with it. I'm, I'm cool watching fights every week. I like it. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes it doesn't. You're like a hardcore fan. And I'm semi-hardcore, but I'm not as hardcore as you where I feel like yeah, I just watch the big ones. Yeah, but I like miss it where I feel like, all right, if it's like every other week, maybe. All remember, right, so remember 277 is supposed to be a big one, but to me, it's not. Like, I think the fight nights are better than 277. 277 is Juliana Pena versus Amanda Nunes, Brandon Moreno versus Kai Kara France. And the rest are okay. It's Paula Costa versus Luke Rockhold, Ankalaya versus Anthony Smith, Derek Lewis versus Pavlovich. Like, they're okay, I guess. Drew Dober, Rafael Alves. Eh. Yeah, it seems okay. It's okay, yeah. It, even the UFC fight night before it, I'd, I'd rather watch Jack, Jack Hermanson, Darren Till, Curtis Blades, Tom Aspinall, or Brian Ortega versus Yair. Like, I don't know. Those are, those are just as fine fights. Yeah, I'm wondering if, they're, if it feels watered down, though. 
Then in August, we got Cheeto Vera versus Dominic Cruz. Excited about that one. Oh, I didn't even know that was happening. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Marlon Vera is going after all the old dudes. I love it. It'd be like a legend killer. Yeah, the last person. And then right after that, the week after Vera versus Cruz, we're going to get Usman versus Edwards finally. 278. I just want that fight to be done with. I don't really love Leon Edwards. If, if Leon Cyril wins, gone. though, I'll be surprised. Cyril gone versus Tuivasa is the week after that. Like, I'm telling you, we're rolling all the way through to September, man. Like, every week is solid. Yo, this says Robert Whitaker's the co-main of that with Marvin yep. Vittori. Yep. That's a fight night? Yeah, that's a fight night. Isn't that crazy? That's way better than a fight night. That is, yeah. that is oh, like gosh. a pain Yep. It, That's great. There's a lot of good shit. Yeah, I'm saying like this whole summer is pretty sick. Like chances are if you're like, you should look forward to most Saturdays if you're a fight fan. You got it pretty nice right now. Do you think night is the best time for UFC? I don't know. Maybe that's like part of my issue too, where if like the Well, fight sometimes it's like, on different times. Like that fight night was on earlier. When they do like ABC, they do it at the, like 12. And I think that's like amazing. Like football times, you know, like 12 to 3. Because then I feel like I'd watch a lot more. Okay, so I'm with you on that too. If it is like around that time, yes. But if it's around like four or five, I don't like it. Right, and then when, it's in the middle it, of your day and you want to train or something? Yeah, I don't know. It's just a hard time, like dinner and stuff. Like, I don't know. I feel like that's when my kids are most ramped up. And then like 7 p.m. is okay because like they're going to bed soon. And then I can like catch the big ones. <sighs> yeah. But yeah, I would love like, 12 to 3 is prime. Yeah, they're always testing stuff like that. And I liked when they did that one on ABC. Like, I was like, yeah, give me that early fight. And then, yeah, it feels like football. You could sit, watch the fights, take a nap. I think eventually UFC is going to do a subscription service, not Fight Pass. Or maybe they put it on Fight Pass and they up it. Well, they'd have I to think wait. that would be pretty smart because I know like jujitsu heads have UFC Fight Pass to watch jujitsu and they don't even care about UFC. Really? Mm hmm. I wonder how many people actually do that just for jujitsu. I mean, that's all really fight pass is at this moment. No one really has fight pass unless they're like trying to watch like a big grappling event. Fight pass doesn't have like all the old fights too, though. I thought it does, but it's not like a huge sell draw. Okay. Cause it doesn't get the fights. Like, like you can't watch last month's fight. They're like old fights, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we'll see. What else should we talk about today, brother? I don't know. How's your training going? Pretty good. I trained really hard a week and a half ago, two weeks for like about a week and a half. And then I kind of hurt my knee. It wasn't like that bad. Just wrap it up. Yeah. Like I kind of like, it felt like for a sec, I don't know if I'm just like lucky or blessed or maybe I have like good tendons or something, but like my knee just moved in a weird way and I felt like a little tear and I was like, ah, but then I knew I was okay, but I also knew it was going to be like stiff for a while. Uh -huh. And and then, you know, I just iced it that day. And then the next day, I felt like I could have rolled if I was like competing or something. You know what I mean? If I was like yeah. a fighter, like I could have done it. But as me, like it's like, no, I want to keep training, but I can't. I should rest it. So, but this time, normally when I'm like a little banged up, I just won't train and I'll just chill at home and smoke a joint. But this time I... I was like, no, I'm going to go to class and just watch. And I purposely wore clothes that I couldn't roll in just so Smart. I didn't like, just so I wouldn't like be like, oh, right, let me go in. Like, because I was like, yo, I want to just watch this time 
and see how I feel. And I felt like it was a good experience. I think like whoever else is like listening to this that does jujitsu, just like maybe once in a while, just do that. I should because do that. It's just so hard though. Cause it's so fun to roll, you know, like once you're there, oh, but dude, I've had injuries where I've gone to class and being like, all right, I'm just going to drill. I'm not going to roll today because it's not going to go well for me. Like, and I've never not rolled. Right. But so this Dozens time, I didn't, even, of times. I didn't even drill this time. And it forced me to like smart, re- really listen. And I remember I asked a question once and the, and the teacher was like, your good question. And that made me feel good. Cause I was like, yo, mm-hmm. this is kind of like training, but plus when you are drilling and training a little, you know, you get hot, you get sweaty, you get a little tired. So it's not like you're retaining everything. Yeah. And so I was able to retain a lot. Plus I was able to watch everybody roll, which felt good. Cause it mm-hmm. like, it felt like a little bit like a show. And plus I got to take videos of people. So I was like sending them videos. So I felt like I was contributing cool. as a teammate, you know, yeah. like, so I just thought that was a good experience. And I was like, I should do more of that. Huh. If I don't feel good. Yeah. Or like once every three months, you know, just like, even if I do feel good, just be like, all right, I'm going to sit and chill. Let me watch it. Yeah. It'd be a good idea if on a rest day, you still kind of went like that. Yeah. Yeah. It made me, it made me happy doing that. The only thing I didn't like is like some people were like, Yo, you okay? Is like, you're like her. And I didn't want to be like, yeah or no. you know what i mean i was like yeah but whatever it's just for the day but yeah. it's nice just watching everyone i think it's a good way to just get some good feedback and i don't know we have like multiple sides of our brains you know like sometimes i'm the dummy when they're practicing moves and like i may not get everything or i don't know just to see things from a, f- a different angle i think is important for sure so, so i go back tomorrow i'll see if it helped me a little bit cool boonie's feeling better yeah, like once in a while it felt a little stiff. It was so fucking weird, man. The other day, it was after watching that class, but the next day I woke up and like my elbows hurt and my wrist hurt and my ankle hurt. I was like, what the fuck happened to me when I went to bed? Like, I don't know. <laughs> you know, and I didn't even do anything. And I was like, fuck, God forbid I felt like this as an old man, you know? Like, I don't know. I felt very old that day. But then I started like moving a little bit and just like jogging and playing a little, like went in the pool. And then I was like, all right, my bones are loose. I think huh. we got to keep moving. I think it's like that Newton thing. An object in motion could stay in motion, you know? That's it. Uh, so tomorrow I'm going to roll. But I'll, I need to wear a sleeve. I think knee sleeves and elbow sleeves are useful. So I should invest in that. Yeah, I roll with a few guys. I definitely have it all wrapped up. I mean, I've been wrapping up my wrist up until this last week. It's like a only like two or three last times I've gone, I haven't wrapped up my wrist. What do you wrap it up in? The same thing you do your boxing stuff in? Just like regular wraps? No, not like a full hand wrap. Just like literally just a wrap around the wrist. With what though? Like what do you use? Like like a stretchy Velcro elastic type thing. Okay. And it's made specifically for your wrists? Or it's yeah. something you just cherry rig? Mm-hmm. It's meant for the wrist. But I, I can't lie. Like I'm definitely not good. I'm just not wearing a wrist wrap. <laughs> What happened to your wrist? I tore a ligament in there from boxing. Probably oh, like boxing. five or six weeks ago. What happened? You hit something and it kind of bent the wrong way? I guess so. And then I kept hitting on it and it kept getting worse. And I was like, oh, this is something that's real. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Maybe I should wrap my wrist up a little bit too. I mean, don't if it's not hurt. Yeah, I just feel like, yeah. My timetable is like eight to 12 weeks or 16 weeks or something. So it's going to be a bit. So this is my time to get better than you. 
All right. I mean, I'm still going to train. It's not. No, it's don't. Not. You should rest. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. You should rest, Arturo. I also have like this thing in my ab that I'm like, oh, I hope it's not a hernia, but you can't like, you can't see it. So I'm like, oh, I don't think it is, but it hurts. Your ab, isn't it like your lower, lower ab? Like yeah. all in the bottom or huh? Mm-hmm. Because you're deadlifting. You're getting too strong. Yeah, I don't know. You're getting too strong. But yeah, training is going good. I'm excited by it. I had like a, I had like a little weird experience yesterday and I don't know why it was weird, but I just remember when it happened, it felt weird. So we were hanging out at Brian's house. There was like a bunch of guys that we all haven't hung out together in like, I don't know, five, six years. Oh, wow. Okay. Maybe longer, you know? But so we're all hanging out and everybody's telling stories of the past. And you remember KJ's, the bar? Yeah. That, right? so this bar was like right around the block from me. It's, it was like the first bar we ever went to growing up and we'd always get hammered. We were young and stupid. And they were telling a story. They're like, Anoop, remember when you first started training and you almost got into a fight with like the bouncer there? And I know I didn't train then, but I know I did almost get into a fight with the bouncer there. <laughs> and, the ba- and the bouncer wasn't taller than me, but he was a fucking big fat dude. And mm-hmm. I was, I don't know, same weight, probably like 5'11", 145, 50 pounds. And he was probably like 5'7", 255. Okay. And the reason I almost got into a fight with this bouncer is because the bartender is a fucking fuck face, right? And so is this kid, <laughs> is this kid Kevin. So fuck you, Kevin. If, and I mean that legitimately. Where <laughs> I, it was like last call. He just didn't like me. And it was like last call. I was like, can I get a glass of water? He's like, yo, you said la- it's last call. So no water. And I was like, that's kind of a dick move. I just want water. I get it. No alcohol, whatever. It's last call. It's like, can I get a glass of water before I go home? He's like, no. I go outside and in my head, I'm like, yo, he did this because he doesn't like me or he's semi-racist or he's just an asshole. Mm -hmm. So I asked my friend Dom, I go, Dom, go in and ask for a glass of water. I want to know what he's going to say. And so Dom goes in, asks for a glass of water and he gives him a glass of water. So, So I walk in, I walk in immediately and I go, go fuck yourself. You know, and then the, and the bouncer goes out of here. I go, fuck you, too. And no, fuck him. I asked him for a glass of water. You're a fucking cunt, you know. And then so the bouncer pushes me out. So I go into my pockets, you know, and, it, and I grab something. It was a lighter and I fucking fired it at the door and it hits like the glass part of the door and the fucking lighter explodes, you know, so it made a loud noise. <laughs> and then so the bouncer comes out and he like pushes me. And I push him. It was like one of those things. Like, I guess he could have fucked me up, whatever. But when, when my friend told this story, it was like something I'd forgotten, you know, in like the recesses of my mind. Mm-hmm. But, my, but my heart started pounding a little bit while we were sitting at the pool. And I, I don't know why. I just was like thinking, I was like, Yo, why is my heart pounding? You know, is it because... An altercation? Anger? I don't know. Yeah, like, did it bring up an old angry memory, or, or like, was yeah. it something I was it something I should have been embarrassed of because he thought I was training and I he thought I was like trying to be hard at that point, or did I realize, oh shit, I almost got into a fight when I didn't know much about fighting? You know what I mean? As right. I got into a fight now, but it made me like reflect on I don't know a lot, you know, in that circumstance. Like, I wonder huh. how how I would have reacted now if the same thing happened because. I do know that bartender was a dick and was wrong. And I've right. been a bar I've been a bartender. So I know what it's like to be a good bartender. Mm-hmm. And I've never had people tell me they didn't like me as a bartender. You know, I feel like you have to have a certain charm 
And I think now I would fuck up that bo- that bouncer. I don't care what anybody says. Like, you know, uh-huh. like he's a fat piece of shit. Like, I know I can avoid his punches and take him down. But I wonder, like, was I a child then? Like, you know, was I stupid trying to get into a fight? Like, was that maybe? But muscles, I think as know? you get older, you don't let those things bother you as much. Yeah, which is why I felt weird that my chest was pounding. So I was like wondering, I was like, was this like a humility thing or an embarrassment thing or a adrenaline thing because it reminded me of the past, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, maybe it just brings you back to that time. And so you get the emotions of that time. Yeah. It's just weird, you know, because I was having a great day just chilling with everybody. That is crazy. That's funny that they brought it up too. Yeah. I've never been one to uh, stupidly too. I've never backed down really from like a fight. Like I always feel like if somebody wanted to fight me, like I was treated it like a game. Like I was never like, Oh, I'm going to die. Like I was always like, all right, well, they want to fight me. Like whatever, like either they win or lose, (laughs) you know, like it was like a 50, 50 thing. And I always felt like, Oh, it's a good story. You know, remember like in New York, the fights are safer in that regard. People like, I don't know. I didn't feel like growing up, like if a fight was going to like pull out a weapon or something like that. We also grew up in Staten Island, so it wasn't like East yeah, Brooklyn yeah. or well, something like I'm that. I'm saying like, even out here, like the fights now, it's like people pulling out guns or knives or something. Like I always feel like, I don't know, maybe I'm just getting older and wiser. I like, I just didn't think of that as a kid. I mean, the fight out there I had in San Diego was like 10 people jumped me and were like stomping me in the head. Right. You know? And I was like, I don't think I would ever do that. Anytime I see people doing that, I'm like, yo, what's wrong with you? Like yeah. one-on-ones or two, you know what I mean? Like with the fact yep. that like, when 10 people are doing that, I think like some of those people, it's like, dude, you should get arrested or get your ass kicked. Like, yep. that's, like a, that's like a little too much. And I remember once we got into that fight, it was like after my going away party and <laughs> some guy, we were crossing the street and they cursed at us. Do you remember that? I don't. But, we were 23. It was like before I went to California. It was like the bar I managed in the city and we we're crossing the street and somebody goes, fuck you. And then either me or Dom goes, no, fuck you. And then they, they stopped the car in front of us and they were about to get out. And then so my natural instinct was to shove that car door back in on them right when they were getting out. I was oh, like, don't do get out. I think I remember something like that. Yeah. I was like, don't get out. And I just shoved the door back <laughs> in on them. <laughs> and then the other guy got out from the other side and he went to open the trunk and I was like, I'm not going to let you open the trunk. Like, oh God, what the fuck might be in that trunk, you know? Yeah, I remember something like this. This is so weird. But it was just like, I just remember thinking like. That was in Manhattan, right? It was in Manhattan. Yeah, I, I remember I, that because I feel like we're in the middle of like fucking 4th Avenue late at night. And I'm like, yo, we're fighting in the middle of 4th Avenue. This is so weird. I know. It was so <laughs> silly. But I remember thinking it was like a game. And now like, I'm thinking, like, yeah, that might have been, like, that guy could have been grabbing, like, a fucking baseball bat, you know? Definitely. He's going yeah. to the trunk, you know? I feel like I reacted well, though, to the guy trying to get out of the car, and I just shoved the door. Like, I felt like yeah. I was like, oh, that, that actually worked well. Whatever. People are stupid. We're all stupid and young. <laughs> Fighting's of, fun, though. None of that has happened in the last 10 years of my life, I think. Right. Which is why sometimes, like, not to bring politics into it, but when people are like, oh, like, you should let 18-year-olds have guns or 21-year-olds have guns. Part of me is like, yo, like, maybe wait, make them wait till 21. You know, they, they make you wait till 25 to have a car rental. Like, That's a weird rule, too, though. But that's like insurance provoked. 
Well, no, but that because we're less stupid, you know, yeah. you're like, okay. a less, like a little bit less. That's what I'm saying. Like, when was the last thing I got into something like that? You know, where yeah, well, if sure, if insurance industries are using that type of data to be like, all right, well, too many of them get into accidents, it's not worth covering, then yeah, you could also say the same thing. All right, well, too many of this aid group is doing this, then we should, you know, yeah, you can exactly same. Line. I mean, then it gets into rights and all these other things, and I get it, but it's also like a little bit like, all right, but you have to admit you're less stupid, you know, like you're right, you're a little bit less like egregious. Or maybe it's just we go out less, which makes us less stupid. Now we're just—I mean, I don't know. We we use eighteen as like it's really arbitrary. Why is eighteen the line? Why is it not nineteen? Why is it not seventeen? Why is it not twenty? Yeah, you got to draw the line somewhere, though. Yeah, right. Got it exactly. But yeah, like when people are like, no, it's got to be eighteen. Does it? Yeah, it it's tricky. I remember Tom DeBloss posted something about like the gun stuff, and I was like, yo, Tom how do you feel about 18, 21 instead of 18? And he was like, yeah, I'm for it. But then everybody just yelled at me. They're like, you can't make it 18. I'm like, yo, you should yell at Tom. Tom agrees with me. You know, like I'm just fucking me. Like, you know, like. Yeah, I asked this to Tom. Thank you for your answer. I know. And part of me was just like, but this is what's wrong with people because they wouldn't call Tom like a non-American bitch. You know what I mean? Or like some liberal, but like, but they'll, right. they'll, tell, they'll tell me because... I don't have a black belt, you know? We just have, like, our podcast page right out. And I was like, dude, like, <laughs> I don't feel like you're going after him with the same vitriol, you know? Like, you're going after me. It's like, just admit, like, we're a little bit less fucking... <laughs> we are less stupid. Just even in this conversation, I'm reflecting. I'm like, oh, yeah, I almost got into that fight. I almost got into that fight. I almost got into that fight. Yeah, everyone does dumb things when they're young. And now, like, I don't have... But, if, but during those days, we'd also go out twice a week or three times a week you know like we're always trying to go out and grab drinks and have fun so if i was doing that again this time like three times a week maybe i would also be that stupid i don't know i'm just i i'd like to believe i just don't care about it anymore care about what like feeling like if someone has a problem with me i keep having a problem with me or do something like i i'm i don't know i don't care to like right the wrong as much yeah exactly I think I would still do the thing at the bar because I felt like he singled me out and he was a prick. Yeah, it sucks. I would legitimately be pissed if I saw someone else get the water after. And who's my friend? Especially water too. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that kid I would fight because I feel like he was like, I don't know, maybe he was racist or he's a prick. He did single you out for whatever reason it was. Exactly. So I'll single him out. Mm -hmm. The The kids in the car, no. Cause that wasn't where I was like, that was a misunderstanding. Sure. Like, that's like, all right, you're well, I do remember this scenario. They're like, fuck you. And you're like, no, fuck you. And I'm like, yo, how did we just get into a fight with a car driving by? They didn't even stop until like, they were literally like driving by. Like, fuck you. And they're like, no, nah, dude, fuck you. And then, then they stopped. And I was like, and then all of a sudden we're fighting in fourth Avenue. And I'm like, yo, how did we get into a fight <laughs> with a car passing by on one of the busiest streets in Manhattan? Yeah. Well, it was like three. It was it was three a.m. or yeah, right. It was, it was, it was late was at late. night, but it's still just a funny setting. Yeah, I remember I tried punching him, or he tried punching me, and it like we hit a van that was parked. It just felt like a movie. Oh, I remember that. I think I someone like, actually punched the van. Yeah, it hit the van. It just felt yeah, like, like the, a movie. I think like the guy punched you, or you ducked, or moved out of the way, and they hit the van or something. I do remember something like that. Yeah, that's also the problem. Sometimes you do things when you're young for the story. You know, not even like, dude, th- 
fighting that, the wrong. It's like, all right. We're I don't know. In my on. memory, all that stuff transpired within like 10 seconds. It was so fast. That I was, that, that's what was so baffling to me. I was like, I can't believe how fast this happened. Yeah. Motherfucker. I'm glad. I'm glad we train now because maybe I think that's the reason my heart was beating fast because it was like, oh, maybe I could have got really fucked up, <laughs> you know? And sure, I was like yeah. so stupid. Yeah. And now I'm like, all right, I could have at least been smarter about it, you know? Yeah, there's uh, plenty instances I remember where now that I look back on it, I feel like, oh, dang, that, that could have been way more dangerous than it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're just getting old. Yeah. Good. Whatever. Older, slightly wiser. We do get into a fight at least hopefully for the right now. I feel like I'm always the guy at the gym though that's always like yo but in the street <laughs> you know and like, yo, like, how many times are you gonna fight in the street but I'm like yo but just in case you know like, yo, how, in you the- are that guy yeah but I feel like I, I, I I'll be honest with you I'm not far from that guy though either I appreciate the sport aspect of everything we're doing but I I want to also make sure like all right but are the roots true yeah. You know, I don't want I don't want to do too many like weird leg entanglements, you know, like and I'm like, is it does it matter? You know, like does this, it matters for like if we're in a tournament because other people do it. But it's yeah, it like, matters for what we're doing right now. But your, your your grand scheme is always like, no, the fight just in case prepare. Right. Like just. Yeah. My grand scheme is the fight. Yes. Yeah. Well, if your grand scheme is the fight, maybe you should fight more. No, but we're not getting, we just said we don't want to get into street fights. <laughs> so what's, the, what's the point of fighting war? Preparing for war without wanting to go to war. Exactly, right? That, that, fa- that famous quote that everybody loves now, better to be a, a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Yeah. You know? So I'm like, all right. like Yeah, just in case. That's fair. Just to keep it legit. All right, maybe that's how we should end it. That's always a good way. All right, sounds good. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Like always, we'll catch you next time. Cheers, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Philosophy of Fighting podcast. If you have any questions, suggestions, or if you would like to fight us, send us a DM on Instagram at philosophy underscore fighting.